community often can be a source of confirmation, affirmation, and support. And that's why community is so important because when we're on our own, sometimes it can feel isolating. It can feel, we can feel hopeless, powerless, helpless, uh, because we're carrying such a heavy thing, even if it's just an idea in our hearts, uh, all by ourselves. That's what it feels like. to the Experience Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Ajene Gaylord, and I endeavor to educate, encourage, and empower women to embrace emotional healing and eradicate the stigma of mental health in the body of Christ. On this episode, we continue our community conversation, and we will be discussing our final C in not just one, but in two parts. So this episode and the next episode coming out in two weeks will wrap up our series on community conversation. I was with a friend at Panera for yeah. what turned into five hours. Wow. Um, okay. I, I didn't know it was going to be that long. We met at four o'clock and then they're like, um, we just closed. Um, and so it was really wonderful to catch back up with her. It had been a while since we had been able to have a longer conversation and she's an educator. And so we started off talking a lot about education and what she's seeing and just asking, you know, do you think that the schools of education need to do a better job of training the teachers or does there need to be more support for the teachers, like a mentoring where the olders help the youngers and different things like that. And so we talked through a lot of that. She had been a classroom teacher and then in the last two years, she was in a coaching role. Um, And now she just got a new position with Detroit Public Television. And so she's excited with um, the, as I understand it, um, because maybe she listens to this someday. Um, I believe what she's most excited about in this role is taking television programming to a more local level to where instead of the local station having some national, you know, there's plenty of national shows that are shown on, um, Detroit Public Television, but to whether it's visit the schools directly or however that is, being able to do things with local children, students, um, and having them or their kind of their voice be heard or their talents or whatever be showcased through the television station. So, um, that sounds really cool. It's still very fresh and new to her. So there wasn't a ton, you know, to say about it. She's working from home for a lot of it. So, um, but anyways, as we were having our conversation and there wasn't a ton of people in, I don't consider Panera a restaurant, but I guess it was a restaurant. (laughs) Um, uh, we were kind of off in a little corner and there was this one female sitting a little bit off from us. And at a certain point I was talking and I was talking about the podcast and I was uh, talking about 
relationships and community and those types of things. And, you know, I just got rolling in my passion and, um, she ended up coming over to us and she's saying, I know it's kind of weird, but I overheard you guys. And, um, I believe she said like, I'm a Christian too. And I heard you guys talking about like Christians and mental health and stuff. And I just think that that's so great. And, um, she actually said something about me doing a podcast, which I was like, well, I'm already doing one with my friend, right? right. um, which this friend that I was with has also encouraged me in that in the past, which when she said it years ago, I was thinking, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. Um, and so anyways, that was so interesting just to have a stranger come up to us and, uh, affirm our conversation with each other. And, um, you know, the topic of what we were talking about, cause we were talking about, I think the things she picked up on was like homeschooling, education, mm-hmm. um, mental health, Christians, you know, mm-hmm. how that interplays with everything. Um, and so, yeah. And then my friend and I continued to have more conversation after she had left and such. So, uh, but we hooked up with her, both, uh, my friend and I, uh, got her Facebook account. Like she had her phone there and we're like, you know, typing it in, whatever. And what we found out is that she works for DTE Mm -hmm. and, um, she is in now, let me think, was it journalism or I feel like it's something in like a journalism type of field. She just graduated from Michigan state. And, uh, so she was a younger woman. Um, and it, it was so cool to see her and my friend, talk about a partnership that the two of them might be wow. able to have oh between DTE yeah. and the public television station because DTE is currently trying to work on um getting the messaging out to children about downed wires and right. you know not DTE, touching them and things yeah. like that. Because DTE is our local electric uh company. Electric. Yeah. 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 So I just thought that was super cool. Like who knows what will come of that as well. But so it kind of had these levels as far as like um, her just uh, affirming our conversation and such. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also a possible connection coming from it. Mm -hmm. You know, her taking that step to come up to two strangers, you know, and which I think is beautiful too, because I've done that before. If there's something that I see or a person that I think maybe that's a future friend of mine or something, I will reach out and say something. Um, And sometimes it's worked out and sometimes it hasn't, you know, nothing's come of it, whatever, but just the, um, adventure of life, I guess, mm-hmm. to kind of put yourself out there and, um, see what happens. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that was a little bit of, uh, what happened over the weekend. That's great. So, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that that expands yeah. the the community conversation in a way because here is a long lost friend or at least someone you have a friendship with that you're reconnecting with and you're able to affirm one another, you know, the mm-hmm. ideas of what you were sharing with each other but then also someone overhearing you was encouraged by your energy and approached you to share that same affirmation and then even um, confirm and affirm some of the things that have been on your heart. So both the friend and the stranger saying, Michelle, where's your podcast, (laughs) you know, kind of is reminiscent of the things that you've shared in the past with having these things in your heart. And so I think that community often can be a source of confirmation, affirmation, and support. And that's why community is so important because when we're on our own, sometimes it can feel isolating. It can feel, we can feel hopeless, powerless, helpless uh, because we're carrying such a heavy thing, even if it's just an idea in our hearts uh, all by ourselves. That's what it feels like. Whereas a friend and even a stranger can share and affirm and allow and also help us to carry that thing that's in our heart, that idea that we have um, to be able to uh, fulfill it and uh, to support, you know, what we're doing or support each other. And so that's a beautiful example of how community can work in multiple ways and multiple layers. But again, that's that common ground that helps to build community because without it, it makes it more challenging. You know, community being a common unity, a common way, a common um, a perspective even is where it begins. So your friendship it, uh, shows that commonality. You were sharing subjects that were in common education, different forms of education, what can be supportive, what can be helpful for those who are whether they're homeschooling or in the school system, how can we support teachers? How can we support schools? How can we support students that are in school? Um, mental health, you know, being something that we don't always find meet the intersection of home education and mental health or Christianity and mental health or education and mental health. So mm-hmm. to discuss those subjects um, often allow you to feel like you're not alone, even in your thinking or approach to different ideas. And then, for there to be a, an encouragement to, to fulfill a dream, your friend having this wonderful job opportunity, and then a potential partnership blossoming from that moment just sounds amazing. And the benefit will be to the students who are able to, to receive from those services from both companies, um, however mm-hmm. they end up pursuing that. I think I remember back in the 90s when I was coming up, Detroit Public Television was the local source, like like your friend is sharing, for programming. Um, I, I even remember high schools had a radio program and a television, mm-hmm. like news show through Detroit Public um, yeah, Television. Yeah. So, yeah, there wasn't much more of a connection that I can recall um, between mm-hmm. the schools and that um media outlet even back in the 90s so to see that kind of resurfacing or at least the idea of that sounds amazing because mm-hmm. only there will be great benefit to the the children in the city and surrounding areas and then to see this seemingly two companies that don't seem like they converge an electric company and a media outlet like right <laughs> but to find two people in a restaurant 
you know, over the weekend to make this connection is how community mm-hmm. works. This is exactly yeah. how it works. I bring who I am to the space. We have a common interest or a common idea. And now you bring who you are to the space and we can collaborate. So community yeah. can lead to collaboration, which is one yeah. of the, another C we'll add to our list. Um, yes. So that's a great, <laughs> that's a great uh, story to share with us to kind of give us a, an ex- a, li- a living example, a real life example of how community can work. Yeah. And even to go off that as well, um, the day before I was with our mutual friend, uh, in Detroit at a, I'm like, is it a farm or is it a garden? I don't know which one it's officially it's called, urban farm. <laughs> but an urban farm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you're familiar with this one or not, but our friend, uh, invited, uh, our family. And so two of my sons and myself met her and one of her sons. Um, and we went to a spiral garden that they have on one of the pieces of property and we helped uh, harvest any tomatoes that were left. These Mm -hmm. tomatoes were actually planted for any deer to keep them away from the real food Mm -hmm. that they have. Cause yes, we do have deer in Detroit. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my husband was like deer in Detroit. Yes, we have them. Yeah. So um, it was amazing. We were, taking the bad ones and throwing them in the composter and then um, taking the good ones and putting them into a little wagon. And they were still going to be able to sell those ones because people enjoy their fried green tomatoes, I guess. So we were talking about recipes and things because my uh, friend's son has made them before or made them recently or something like that. Cause I was like, Oh, I've actually still never had them before. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that was fun and amazing too, to meet new people and see what they are doing in the community, right? In the, um, in their neighborhood, because it was several houses. Like there's one house that they're in the middle of renovating for education. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah. And we were picking off the deadheads on the flowers so they could harvest the seeds and all sorts of stuff. Um, and what I realized with that time with my girlfriend, because, you know, we were obviously accomplishing something in the time, but we also were able to connect a little bit, um, is I love that piece of serving alongside friends that we are working together to accomplish something, but we are also able to have that friendship time. Mm -hmm. Uh, to catch up or, you know, the time with my friend kind of flew by and it wasn't like we had any deep conversations or anything like that, but it was another, you know, good to see you, good to hear what's going on, even um, with her husband and the uh, role that he now has Mm -hmm. in the city um, with Detroit Pal. Mm -hmm. um, And hearing about fundraising and different things that, uh, they're trying to accomplish there. Um, it's another puzzle piece or, you know, um, thing of, of beauty of how, um, how the different 
gifts of people like knowing her husband and you know he's been with this organization i believe for about 20 years mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. um and so now he's in this new role and um just what he's able to continue doing being who he is uh and such and um yeah so yeah. i just got another piece of community, community. and yeah. It's, it's connection. That's what you just described. It's yeah. being able to, um, even if it's not in a traditional sitting down to talk like you did in the Panera restaurant with a friend, but it's serving together, connecting over service, connecting over um, a project and uh, an event, things like that. So there are many, many ways to express that connection through community, but it was even in the geographical location of where she lives of of being able to be with neighbors. So a literal Mm -hmm. community of, you know, those who live close by, those who are in the neighborhood, those who are in the city and um, not just your friend, but also the people who were a part of that service day or who run the organization and all of those things. Mm -hmm. So making those type of connections, as a matter of fact, my children participated, my youngest two children participated in an event that pal hosted on this past weekend for a college pathways program. Yes. And so my children were a part of that because through the organization, Detroit pal, they've partnered with a, a college in the state of Michigan to provide tuition to uh, some Detroit students who can graduate. So if they finish, they complete the program over the next four years, when they finish the program, they will be allotted uh, tuition. Um, So the organization uh, provides that type of service to the community, to students in Detroit who are able, who um, are able to pursue higher education because of that. And that's the organization Mm -hmm. that her husband works for. So it's exciting to hear the many facets and the many faces of community, how it shows up, how it looks. It can be as intimate as your own family within your household is a community in and of itself. The people that you live next to within the you know few mile radius of the physical houses or homes that are nearby as much as the larger city or suburb that you're a part of or the state you know national that kind of thing but even as intimate as a particular organization faith community church uh service organization like there's so many things and ways that community shows up for us but just being mm-hmm. able to recognize um, how we can make those connections, how we can risk even um, being rejected or something not working and it not meaning that community doesn't work. It just means that this may not have been the right season or the right circumstance. Right. So I think that as a message to me, because you are more community focused than I have been, and I would like to begin to expand how I see community um, because of you and I think that it's good to look beyond just um, what I've always understood it to be to kind of expand my idea of it and be open to how to build more community minded relationships, um, especially as I increase in my research and academic work. Um, as a social worker, I, I understand, you know, social service agencies that exist and programming and funding and all those type of things. But I think that. Um, 
finding commonality with other people um, and then what makes us all choose a particular interest, choose a particular service project or be a part of something outside of ourselves is not something that I think that I was um, conscious of. It wasn't something that was on the forefront of my mind. I do community. I'm in community. I have community, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't thinking about it. I wasn't intentional. So I love that you have that intentionality and have led me to think more deeply about community and what it means and how it looks. Don't forget to stay tuned for the final part in our series. And the life work for this episode is to ponder the ways that you remain connected in community. That can be as simple as getting together with family or friends on a regular basis or being a part of an organization or a local club or anything where you can remain connected to others. That's it for this episode. If you have been enjoying listening, please consider sharing and subscribing to the podcast. And until next time, remember, you have been set free to live free. So choose freedom. Freedom.